AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Hello, I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore some of the big old money issues in the world of sports. I'm Scarlett Fu. I'm Damian Sassauer. We have to talk about a massive money move in the NFL. And by the way, I know people out there, English majors, I use the word massive because, you know, you talk about mass, but this <laughs> is just some big doggone money this that's moving in the NFL. No, this is fair. This is massive, right? We're talking about the Washington Commanders. They might finally have found a buyer. Not that there was difficulty in finding one, but a group that's led by Josh Harris, the billionaire, the private equity titan. They're ironing out a deal worth $6 billion to purchase the NFL franchise from Dan Snyder. Scarlett, this deal will be the largest amount ever paid for a pro sports team in the United States of America. Ooh, Lordy, let me get my fan here. Uh, here to take us through what we need to know is Bloomberg Wealth Editor Tom Baloney. Tom, I am still trying to understand this. First of all, Tom, thank you for joining us on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. What does all of this mean? Well, it's uh, look, Harris has been building a sports empire for some time, even while he was at Apollo. So he's a co-founder of Apollo, the, the private equity giant, but he left there in, in 2021, as you said, after Mark Rowan was picked to be their CEO, succeeding Leon Black. But Harris had been building a sports empire um, for over a decade. He bought the Philadelphia 76ers, and then he later bought the New Jersey Devils. So he's got... Um, an NBA team, he's got an NHL, NHL team, and he looks set to be adding an NFL team now to his portfolio. So, Tom, help me understand something, because Josh Harris was at Apollo until about two years ago, um, and he has this firm called Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment that he runs with uh, another private equity guy, uh, David Blitzer of Blackstone, and they own a lot of the sports teams, but his interest in the commanders would be on from his personal funds. Is that right? Yeah, so the NFL has pretty strict rules on who can buy an NFL team. It doesn't allow corporations. It doesn't allow ah. private equity. So this isn't going to be a Harris Blitzer purchase. This is something Josh Harris is leading a group. Uh, that group includes at least two other individuals. We know about Mitch Rallis, who's a, a pretty um, well-known businessman in the Washington, D.C. area, he owns a. Well, he founded a company along with his brother called Danaher Corporation, which is sort of an industrial conglomerate, and he has a few other businesses as well. Um, the other person who's involved is Magic Johnson, the, the NBA legend. Mm. Um, there's probably other people who are part of the group as well, but those are the only two others that we know about. So Josh Harris is, is going to be doing this with his own funds. Um, they can borrow some money 
Paris as the lead owner has to put down 30% of the equity. So it's a pretty substantial amount when you're talking about a $6 billion deal. And so if I'm hearing you correctly, Magic Johnson, who I, I think reports have him as a 4% possible equity owner at a $6 billion valuation. <laughs> Let me do my math. Do, 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 do. That's $240 million that Magic has to put up. 1989, Scarlett, Jerry Jones bought 100% of the Dallas Cowboys for just $150 million, <laughs> just to show you about what's going on here. But you know, That's a good comparing contrast. Yeah, Tom, yeah. T- talk to us about some of these competing bids. You know, we've heard whispers about some others that are out there. Steve Apostopoulos from Canada is a real estate tycoon. We even heard Brian Davis, the former New uh, Duke Blue Devil guard, making a $7 billion bid, perhaps backed by Middle East money. I wonder if you know anything about that. I actually have not heard of that one. I mean, the big name that was linked to this for a long time was Jeff Bezos. Um, He would have really overpowered everybody else in terms of financial firepower. Um, He hasn't gone ahead with the deal. There were reports that Snyder wouldn't even entertain a deal from him because he was upset about some of the reporting in the Washington Post (laughs) about him and, you know, Bezos owns the Washington Post. this, this isn't a done deal. We should make that clear. You know, I think there is a kind of a verbally accepted deal, but it hasn't been signed. Um, it's gone through a kind of a first glance uh, approval from the NFL, and there's some reports out today that they didn't raise any issues, but it would still need to get a formal sign-off from, I think it's 24 of the 32 NFL team owners. Um and, and, and I think that the bidding process is still somewhat open. So, you know, there is kind of a deal that's been verbally agreed, but it, it hasn't been executed yet. And, and it's still possible that, um, that somebody else comes along and, and takes it away from Harris. So we'll have to see. There's hope for Brian Davis yet. <laughs> yeah. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Well, you know, here's another one you got to think about, right? Ted Leonsis, right, who owns Monumental Sports and Entertainment. That's the Washington Wizards, the Washington Capitals. And I think he's trying to buy the Washington Nationals. I mean, wouldn't you think he'd want to get involved here? I mean, and, 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 you know, I mean, with the command. Quarter of the sports market in D.C.? Yeah. Absolutely. I think think that's an interesting one because, you know, he has other investors in Monumental Sports and Entertainment. And I think there might be some issues there with, I just don't know whether he has the funds available to personally um, bid on the commanders, right? Because he wouldn't be able to bring, he wouldn't be able to do the bid through monumental sports and entertainment. Right. Right? He would have to do it himself. So that might be a, an issue for him. It's just um, that it, he hasn't really been 
linked to it in uh these are problems that billionaires have to work out i mean do you think josh harris is going to get any blowback from his 76ers fans for buying their rival washington commanders see now and that's what i want to bring that part up you know what's the old saying when do you make money when you buy a sports team when you sell it (laughs) he he bought the team the 76ers in 2011 for 290 million dollars that's chump change compared Mm. to today Mm -hmm. now spinning the old what if wheel in order to make this deal work, would Harris sell the 76ers? Because he's going to make a pretty penny if he sells the team and then puts that money to buying the commanders. Now, again, this is just, you know, me being uh, the old media, what if, spin the wheel, start a rumor. So I'm, I'm asking, would that be a possibility? I don't think so. I think he's pretty firmly committed to the 76ers. You know, when he... And he's really built that team up from being a pretty underperforming and irrelevant team in the Philadelphia sports market to a pretty, um, you know, they've been a contender in the playoffs for the last, I think this is the sixth year in the playoffs now. And um, they're a pretty strong team. I think for him to walk away from it now would be shocking. Um, so I don't really think that's that's on the cards, but who knows? He does have a small stake in the, Pittsburgh Steelers, which if he goes ahead with this deal, he'd have to sell because you can't own stakes in two NFL teams. So, you know, he'd get some some cash for that, I I suppose. File that under problems billionaires have to resolve. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tom, what comes next? I mean, the owner's meeting is May 22nd. Could we hear something by then? I mean, I know that after that, you don't hear anything. I don't think they meet again until October. But then again, if you look back to when the Waltons purchased the Broncos, they called a special meeting in August. I'm curious, you know, what's the timeline here? That's a good question. I'm actually not fully up to speed on that. Um, I would think that they're not going to want to let this drift too long. Um, I mean, look at the other owners are also keen to kind of put the Snyder noise behind them, right? I mean, that's there's an ongoing investigation into his conduct uh, being done by the NFL. And, you know, I would think there's some pressure to maybe have this settled before that report comes out because... Um, the NFL has committed to making that report public, and I think that gets a lot easier if he, at that point, is no longer an owner or is set to mm. no longer be an owner. Tom, I wonder if you could give us some context for Josh Harris. I know uh, a lot of our audience know about him because of his role at Apollo, his um, very prominent role at Apollo, but he stepped back from that. And it just, when reading your story, was Harris Blitzer Sport Entertainment kind of his side gig or just kind of a side investment he had? Um, or was this always meant to be his new business? Well, his new business is is really Twenty Six North. Oh, another um, company. Which, yeah, exactly. Which uh, I think has more than ten billion assets on the management now. So it's kind of an alternative asset manager um, that he's founded last year, late last year. So Harris Blitzer is obviously a very substantial business, right? It owns two major sports franchises in, and it owns some other some other sort of lesser-known teams as well. Mm-hmm. So the New Jersey Devils, the 76ers. So yes, it's kind of has always been something he's been doing on the side, but I think for anybody else, this would be a huge endeavor. So, I mean, yeah. it's I, hard I'm, to call it a side gig, right? When it's something that big. <laughs> totally. Sort of 
How how involved is he as an owner? Is he helping to call the shots? I mean, did he come up with the idea of trust the process, or is that something that um, the folks he hired have have really um, originated? The people I've spoken to has have said that he is a real sports fan. He watches the games. He you know gets enthused. He go he goes to the games, but he's also hired really good people. He's He's made good decisions about the people he's put in place to, to run these teams. So I don't think he is, you know, he's probably not as involved in the kind of decision-making as somebody like, I don't know, you, there's been a lot of Steve reports in the past year about Todd Bowley. Yeah, or Steve Cohen is another great example, right? Um, Steve Cohen just has the one team, and I think it's something that he really enjoys participating in and he mm-hmm. likes talking to the players and getting involved sometimes in, you know, even player transactions. And Todd Bowley's been doing the same thing at Chelsea um, to kind of less good reviews so far. I think Harris is, has kind of is not as involved in his day-to-day as those two owners have been. Tom, I just have one more. How could, how could you be with so much going on, right? I mean, I just think there's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Tom, just a quick question here. So, you know, we you mentioned these um, the multiple ongoing investigations against Dan Snyder. I wonder if, as part of the bid, is it possible that Harris is perhaps offering an indemn in, in, like an indemnification against some of those future lawsuits? Good question. Well, and we don't we don't know the answer to that. Okay, yet. that's not released. No, okay, got it. Got no, it. No, but that, that's a that's a good question, and I think there was definitely something that. Snyder apparently wants and other team owners have been reluctant to give him. So I think it will be really interesting to see how that develops. Tom Maloney, uh, our own Bloomberg, and we're talking about uh, buying the commanders. We're talking about Josh Harris and possibly putting his toe in there. Tom, thank you so much for joining us here on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast, and we explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. I'm Scarlett Foo. I'm on Twitter at Scarlett Foo. And I'm Damien Sassauer. I'm on Twitter at D Sassauer. Hey, you can catch these podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and download them wherever you get your podcasts. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.